Welcome to Bulls and Boudoirs. I'm Benny Bonsu, and this week I am pleased to introduce or welcome one of my good friends. He gets on my nerves sometimes. He really does. <laughs> but he's also one of the nicest people I've met in 2017, 2018. And he's on Bulls and Boudoirs because he's got an amazing story. And I want you guys to get to know him because so often I get a lot of people that say, Benny, you never interview British basketball players. We don't know who plays in it. You're always talking to NBA players. So I'm not. Today, I'm talking to a BBL star, Gerald Robinson on the Balls and Boudoirs. Gerald, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So you've had a whole season in London. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely. Well, that leads me nicely into your personal life because we, we've now talked about your career. Yeah. And you've talked about growing up. And now we're going to talk about your personal life. So you've done basketball. You've traveled the world. You, you could speak a few languages, I'm, I'm guessing. How many languages do you speak? Well, I speak uh, Dutch, English, understand some German, mm-hmm. like, a little Spanish. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah. Teach me something in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> what you want to learn? Don't teach me bad words. Yeah. Teach me something in Spanish. Don't curse at it. See, I'm, I'm good at the curse words, you know. <laughs> okay, don't teach me it. But let's talk about let's talk about your model looks, Gerald. Because if oh, people can't, I'm gonna tell you, hmm. Gerald looks like a model. If you guys haven't seen him, he looks like a model. He's what six foot what? Seven, eight, nine, six, ten. Eight, yeah. Six ten. Six eight. Six eight. He's six eight. He he looks like a model. If you don't know him and you saw him somewhere else, you think he's a model. If somebody came to watch you play basketball, nah. they'll be like, he's a model. Why didn't you take yeah. modeling seriously? Or do you think I'm just giving you a big head? You're blowing smoke. I'm not blowing smoke. <laughs> I'm serious. Why didn't you, you model? Huh? I'm sure you, you can get, tell me. We why call that gas. I'm you like, gas I'm gassing you up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gassing you up. No, I've had. I've actually had some people come up to me before. It just wasn't. Um, you didn't but, believe them. No, I, it wasn't that. I wasn't that type of guy that I, at that point in my life. What that, would you mean? What type of guy is I wasn't, that? No, I wasn't into that type of stuff. What? Taking a picture? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just normal pictures, but I wasn't. I, 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 Gerald, I've seen your Instagram page. You yeah, do like yeah. taking pictures. I'm talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did take some selfies and things of that nature, but uh, like one of my best friends, you know, we, we were walking in the city one time, and he walked up and said, you, you, should, you guys should be at my own. And I was, I didn't, I was like, no. Nah. And he didn't. He's been modeling for years, but um, it wasn't something that at that point in my life I was I would have been into. But with the way you look over and the this years, was, I'm talking about this is 10, 12 years ago. But uh, up to this time, there's a, I have been a lot of people say, "Oh, you should model. Why don't you?" Why don't so you? why haven't you done it? I don't it? know. I just never really just took the step to do it. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. It just it just never came about. Where Gerald, I, you look like a model. You're a basketball players over the years. What has it been like? Because your fan club must be like ridiculously big, or because you're antisocial at that time, <laughs> your fan club didn't grow. What happened? 
Because of, I feel like. What kind of fan club are you referring to? What, chicks? Huh? We had this conversation before. Are you talking about He wants the us to have this club? conversation on camera. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's. Model looks. Hmm. And then what's it been like for you as a basketballer? Because it's hard for basketballers to be in relationships while they're playing. Mm -hmm. So over the years, how have you found it? How have you dealt with it? Uh, yeah, I, I think my first two relationships, it wasn't that hard. Mm -hmm. But then um, maybe my last two was more so hard. Um, on the women, sometimes I think it could be hard. Mm -hmm. um, but it's hard sometimes, you know, because you're away and um, I'm doing what I love, you know. and. Some some women they promote that and some women don't like it. So, so you find it quite okay to be doing. I can handle it. Yeah, it's not. Of course you can handle it. It's yeah. your job to handle it. Yeah. But when you're in a relationship with with a chick and you're traveling and yeah. you have these fan clubs, because sometimes girls come and watch oh, you play, not true. because they, they like basketball, but because yeah. you're playing. I thought you don't true. like they don't like basketball. Well, some of them don't. <laughs> but they'll be like, Joe just playing, so I'm gonna go just pay my money and just go watch Joe play. Yeah. So how did your previous partners deal with that when you've had fan clubs and people want to come next to you and talk to you and do all of that stuff yeah. as, they, as they say now they DMing you and all of that stuff see see this was before the DM and all that <laughs> <laughs> you're making yourself sound old <laughs> no it's funny I think about it sometimes but when I first started we didn't even have um, social media. I mean, you have Facebook, and that was it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny that I see certain people on Facebook. You know, I, it used to be that you can only have Facebook if you have a, um, a college email, mm -hmm. and then they everyone had uh, uh, Facebook, and I was just like, wow, man, this guy. Like, I seen killers on there. That I know they have Facebook, and I was like, they just open Facebook up for everyone. But, uh, but yeah, it was um, like I said, probably back then I wasn't. How, how did they handle it? How did they handle it? It wasn't even a topic, really, to be honest. This was more so a topic later in my life. But in my early on, those it days, wasn't were, it wasn't even a topic. So let's talk about the future then, because you've talked about your model looks. You didn't take it seriously, even though I think at that should time I? you should. I think you should now take it seriously, but you don't listen to me, so I've given up and right, trying to tell you. Plug me up. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'll quit. <laughs> I'll quit myself. <laughs> Relationships wasn't really affecting anything. But let's talk about your ambition, though, mm -hmm. because you're, what, 33 now? Yeah. 34 this year? 30, yeah, yeah. What, what next? What does the future look like for you? Yeah, so I'm um, I'm doing some personal training stuff. I want to get into doing personal training. So now I'm doing uh, a course on that. So I'm looking to, to do that. So Gerald is training to become a personal trainer. Gerald has never offered to be my personal trainer. I asked you before. You said you have a personal trainer. Did you offer before? Huh? Huh? Well, you offered after I got one. I didn't know. You gotta... <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're, you're now to your qualification for personal training. Mm -hmm. And then what are you going to do with that? Yeah, so one of my other, one of my other good friends are going to... Um, he's been doing it for years. And, you know, we've been talking for, for some years about it. But uh, we'll probably do it together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so now let's me let's move on to your favorite things, Gerald. What you got? <laughs> Why? What? What is? But this is. Let's not start with the sex, because I know you're gonna start laughing on that one. So let's talk about. Break, well, no, break down the uh, the name of the balls in the boudoir. Could you break that down for me? Balls. Okay, I have to tell people this because otherwise you're just gonna make me laugh. Uh -huh. So when we were coming up with the name of ball and boudoirs, I was like, Yo, Gerald. 
you know, I've got a name for a new podcast. What do you think? And I was mm. like, Balls and Boudoirs. And he's like, Balls? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Balls and Boudoirs, like basketball and bedrooms, yeah. as in basketball, as in basketball players and their yeah. lifestyles and their real life stories and how they made it, but also their personal life, things that they do off the court, yeah. bedroom stuff that we don't normally talk about. We hear it on TMZ when they're cheating and doing stuff like that. Mm. And you're like, yeah, but Benny Balls sounds a bit saucy in it. Balls are like, Balls. And I'm like, no, it doesn't mean that. And you just took it, you took it out of context. I took right? it out of context. You really huh? did. So, yeah. ball is basketball. Ah, okay, okay. Boudoirs is bedroom. So, that's yeah. all the personal stuff that you don't normally open up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to get you to open up. I think you're but just. But when you put both, both of them together. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I'm just playing Middle Dumbdastics with you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gerald, your top five. Top five. But I, I didn't even get to go into everything. I'm using my ambitions. I have ambitions. Listen, on, talk to me about your ambitions. Jeremy. I have ambitions on helping the youth and some people that want to search certain situations so tell, that I was in. As, tell I me wanna, about it because you didn't. I want to get into public speaking. I want to. I mean, you spoke about this before. Yeah, we've spoken about yeah, it. Yeah. But when I asked you, because you're you're growing up, you said you mentioned briefly mentioned it like from 13 to 18. Yeah. You went the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. Talk yeah. to me about that. Or you yeah, don't want to talk about it? I, I can talk. I, I can go into it a little bit, but like go, I said, I, into a bit, I a grew up bit. in in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. So if you know Los Angeles, then you know some of I've the seen things, it's dangerous. Yeah, that come with it. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I was into some of, some of that that stuff. So like what? Just you know, just being a you know. <laughs> no, I don't. Just being a just being a kid in in in, in Los Angeles. So mm-hmm. you know, we have a huge gang culture in Los Angeles. So it was a time where I was you know. But um, so, what do you think about the gang stuff that's going on in London at the moment? The kids are killed, like literally every other day, somebody's being shot, yeah. stabbed, killed, and you've lived that life. Yeah, and you're here and you're seeing it. How does that? What do you think, and how does that make you feel? Well, not even um, London in general, but just to see it. Um, like I say, basketball helped me a lot because it, it allowed me a chance to get away and move and see other countries and see how people live and. And then when you really look at it from that angle, is when I come to the realization that wow, America's really a crazy place. And my father used to tell me that when you know he from he's from Baltimore. Baltimore is a crazy city as well. When you get away from it, I was used to my friend. Our friends, uh, you know, my best friend is dead. Uh, I've, you know, I got friends doing 20 years, 200 years. Uh, I know a lot. Sorry. A lot of my friends have gotten killed. Um, you know, it was normal. That wasn't. It wasn't. Um, a big thing, just like oh, you know, so and so got killed uh, last week. Um, did you think you'd make it? Excuse me. Did you think you'd be you'd be sitting here now at 33? Did you think at that time when you were living that life on the streets of LA, did you think you were gonna make it out? Um, you always know it's a possibility that you know things you know, things can go, go things can go wrong. Yeah, definitely. Just because you see what's going on around you. But uh, but me, like I said, me being able to move away and kind of seeing living in Germany, living in France, and even the times I spent in Holland, you know, in Amsterdam, you kind of, I, I, you know, I kind of got the chance to see how uh, how crazy it really is and how senseless and stupid it all really is, especially when you're talking about America and you're talking about England. I mean, you spoke about this before. Some of these kids, um, you think they may be in poverty, or they think they may be struggling, but in Real reality, it's you know, it's not, and we making excuses. I made excuses, and a lot of people are making excuses. And Do you think you we're getting it yourself, wrong with the young people here? Do you think we're giving them too many, too much choices? Is that's why they're doing what they're doing? 
I just think, you know, it's a lot of these kids are good kids. Like, I forgot who said it, but they said, good kid, bad city. And I think that's what a lot of people, and they follow peers and, you know, music, rap music has a huge influence on on uh, on people. And, you know, it, it, sometimes you, you, kids, they just come a product of their environment. And my I think the biggest thing is parenting. Parenting is, is the biggest thing for me, I think, why, why people kind of veer off. Some people, a lot of people don't have their father in their life or their mother or, and um, like I said, um, you, you know, you, you've been to th a couple third world countries and you know what real poverty is. And sometimes we kind of want, you know, look at the wrong things and kind of fall in love with um, with money and kind of feel like we should be like that or we should be like that. When in, in reality, you're not, you know, people suffer because of the things they think they don't have. That's why people suffer. But just, um, it's a tough it's a tough situation just to say, how do you change the whole culture of thinking? Because some of these things that we talk about, which is normal for us, it's normal that you would say, oh, somebody got shot or somebody got stabbed. But if you go to another country and you say they look at you like, well, it would make the it would be the top, it would be the top news. And over here, it's, it's a Thursday, and it's crazy, you know. And it, it, it's it's hard to pinpoint one thing. All you can just tell the kids is, you know, decision making, choices and decision making, you know. But you're very passionate about sharing your experiences, and like you said, you want to be, become a public speaker and talk yeah. to young people. How are you going to do that, and why are you so passionate about doing that now? Like I said, um, because sometimes you don't have that vision growing up. Like I didn't, my father wasn't around. I grew up with my mother in a single in a single household, and um, I didn't grow up with much family. I didn't grow up much. I didn't have cousins and none of that stuff around me. So your friends become family, and sometimes you can go the wrong way. Uh, so I th like I say, it's about it's about giving people guidance and vision. A lot of people don't have a vision. But this was years ago. Now, I believe now you have every, you have enough examples on what not to do these days. Because you have internet, you can pull up, you can see what's going on here, you can pull up and see what's going on anywhere. So I think kids have examples of what not to do. I just think sometimes people are just careless. And But I think even it, though they have examples, I think it's better for them to see. So somebody like yourself, somebody yeah. like Justin, yeah. where they can relate to. So we are talking and you're sharing your experience with me and some young kid is going to listen to this interview and they're going to think you're their role model because at least you're being real and you're being open. Yeah. Sometimes, yes, they can pull it up on the internet, but I think sometimes it's much better when they can see you, hear you, yeah. ask you questions yeah. and see the human instead of hearing it off the internet. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think that's what you and Justin will bring to any table to those young people, especially young people in the city or wherever it is yeah. that they're playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a bit... I don't know why your team didn't utilize you more this season and mm -hmm. doing this because you would have been great for it. Yeah. If you end up coming back next season, yeah, yeah. would it be something that you'd be interested in doing and touring schools and really sharing your story? Yeah, definitely. Like I said, I think that's my passion. Also, my calling in life is to go help uh, the younger kids and give them vision and guidance and help them in certain things and let them know that, hey, no matter where you come from, you can be whatever you want, but you got to work for it and nothing is given. You know, so These people that are successful, they work hard and all. You know, some people were giving, but a lot of, a lot of I, that's one thing I've gotten to learn. The successful people work really hard, so, and that's um, one thing you want you want to help to you. But that's something I would definitely be wanting to wanting to get into touring the country and 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 working with different kids to let them know. Even you know, one of my dreams is even still is is to go to the um, 
the detention center where I was once detained at in Los Angeles is it's still it's a dream of mine to go speak to the kids where I was detained at and um and kind of help them you know and let them know that this this isn't the end of the road you can change but you got to do this this and that you got to change your mindset you got to change everything about you so that is my passion so hopefully like I say if I do come back I would want to get into that and well, talk when you do you. come back I'm going to get you to come to the schools that I go to and yeah. do the talk because I you know we speak a lot and something that you've talked about and obviously you haven't had time because you've had a busy season yeah. and you're studying on top but I think that when it comes to talking to young people yourself and Justin this mm-hmm. is your thing you have a voice and you yeah. live that life and mm-hmm. I know a lot of basketball players and a lot of them from yeah. A lot of the time, they're fronting half the time. Majority, mm-hmm. like, 85% of the time, they're fronting. Mm-hmm. Then there's you and Justin, like, there's no fronting in front of you. There's no blings. There's no, oh, I have all these bitches. There's none of that. It's just, this is me. I don't have this. I don't have that. This is what I do. Yeah. This is the plain rule you. Yeah. And I think it's quite endearing. And also, I think the kids will respect you guys more because then they'll be like, raw. Yeah, yeah. They're normal. Because yeah. they're expecting you to be like the LeBron Jameses and... Cool, I let it and yeah, so yeah. on and so forth. When in fact, you're just a normal guy who just happens to be super talented, yeah, at definitely. What you do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's really cool though. And when we talk about let's move on, let's so let's t- we've talked about what you want to do and your mm-hmm. ambition and your future, yeah. And you're going to do personal training and make people look great in your body, you know. <laughs> um, but I want to know, um, what are your top what are the top five musicians you're listening to right now? Why? You're gonna say Kevin Gates. Right <laughs> yeah, he's one of my. He's probably my favorite. My favorite artist. Why? Um, I believe he because he he speaks. You know, I'm a big fan of uh, reality reality rap. I'm not into um, fictitious things. So he mm-hmm. speaks on uh, on real life issues and uh, some of the morals and the principles that he has. I, I kind of align with, but I just like some of his music. He speaks on you know certain things that w- went on in his relationships or some things that went in his childhood or. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can sometimes identify to some of the things he, he talks about. Not all, but but some of. But I also like Drake and a lot of other different artists. You like Drake? Yeah, of course. You got a soppy heart. <laughs> <laughs> you know, soppy heart. You got soppy heart. Why do you like Drake? Uh, you know, some of his music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of it? What's yeah, not all of it. Not all of it. What's your favorite Drake track? Right now? Mm-hmm. God's Plan. God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's God's Plan, you know. Okay, that's two. That. So believe that. You believe that? I believe that. <laughs> it's called Bronze Plan now. It's Bronze. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bronze. <laughs> what do they call it? <laughs> LeBronto. Oh, <you're> crazy. <laughs> All right, give me three more. Uh, My top artist. <clears throat> right now, I don't listen to much music. I don't listen to the radio. I really don't even know what's on the radio, to be honest. So Can I, I just say that Gerald is like old school like myself? Because you like old school R and B as well. Yeah, yeah. You do so, like yeah, uh, you yeah. do like Kevin Gates and you do like Drake, but you're yeah, also I old. old yeah, yeah, old heart. So give me some three of your old school R and B artists. R and B artists. I don't. That's tough too for me. Like I don't like. I was never the one. I don't have people's whole albums, and mm-hmm. I'm not a big downloader. Mm-hmm. I catch it here and there. So <laughs> I, I that's a tough question for me. Is yeah. it? So you can't give me three more. I couldn't give you three more. Okay, songs. That's tough three too. songs. Uh. Old school ones. I don't know. That's tough. Oh my god, Gerald. That's tough. All right, give me five fashion items that you can't live without. 
Your a nice hoodie. A nice hoodie. Sunglasses. Yeah, some nice good hoodie. sweats. You look nice in these. You like this hoodie? I like this yeah, one. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, some good sweats. Mm -hmm. Nice pair of sneakers. Hold on. All right, repeat that again. Oh. So, nice hoodie. Yeah, uh, a hoodie. This one looks really nice Sweaty. for me. I wonder where you got that You from. like this one? I think, yeah, it's nice. I like it. It's one of my favorite ones. got that one for you. My friend hooked me up with this. Yeah. Uh, they got to connect with uh, Hoodie Ning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hooked pull the, more. Hooked, hooked me and Tayo up, you know? Um, yeah, nice pair of sneakers, mm -hmm. hoodie, um, good pair of denim jeans. Mm -hmm. A nice shirt. Is that four? That's four. One more. You I like can't it? live without uh, your I, shades. Shades. If I need some shades. So Gerald wears the, the shades, and he um he when he puts the shades on, he starts having a model behavior. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Am I lying? Am I lying? But you do have a lot of body art. I want you to talk to us about body art. Oh yeah. Um. You're covered. Yeah. Why? I actually just got one. Uh, I just got one a couple months ago. I hadn't had one in probably three, three, four years. But mm -hmm. yeah, it was something I got into when I when I was I started when I was fifteen. Me and my best friend, mm -hmm. who I told you the one that's uh, um, he's dead now. But it was me and him when he had already had one. And he was like, "Gee, let's go get a tat." And then we went and got um, tatted by this Mexican that lived around the corner from our house. You know, now Mexicans are huge tattoo artists in, mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. Really good with the tattoo, but that was my first one. Got my mother's name, and she wasn't too happy about it. But <laughs> she said, "Go live with your father." Now, so I had to go live with my father. But so you go. Your, hold it. Let's get it straight. So you go and get. I tattoo. thought, yeah, she'll like it. And your mom's like, name, and she says she you always too. told me that never that she didn't want me to get a tattoo. But I understand. I was 15, but mm -hmm. so I got my first tattoo when I was 15, and from there I just you know kept building, and then it became a fad. So I kind of stopped getting tattoos because I feel like everyone everyone's getting tattoos now mm -hmm. so I kind of stopped but I just got one a couple months ago but there's some stuff I, I still want to get I'll get around to it I know different, different life experiences that mm -hmm. I put on my body I know your whole body arms are covered but mm -hmm. the other I think a couple of months ago we were doing a shoot or talking or something and I realized that you've actually got tattoo in your head yeah 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 most people don't know that like literally, like, you walked past, and I just went, "Has he got tattoo in his head?" And I yeah. literally stared at you. Yeah. And I was like, "He's got tattoo in his head." Yeah. Why? Why have you got tattoo on your head? I don't know. At one point, I'm a spontaneous person just in life, and, and, and just in general. And one day I was like, "I want to go. I want to get one here." So I got, I got two actually, but most people will never get to see it. You know, like, we're good friends and I'm intrigued by your personality. Every time I say your name, I start laughing. Mm. Not because of a, anything bad, because when I tell people, it's like, he's not predictable. There's some people who can predict them, so you can predict me. Mm. Benny, oh, she's probably going to get up, go to work, come home and fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. You can predict what I'm going to do. Yeah. When it comes to this, Benny, what do you think Gerald is doing? I have no idea. <laughs> have you always been like that? I think it was certain things I'm a man of routine, certain things I, I can be... I want to go do that, you know. I'm an explorer, so I can, especially when I'm over here. Uh, I just, yeah. But some people say that, like, gee, but, you know, they say, what you up to, you know? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Uh, I'm in the gym. But I, I, over here, I'm, I'm, a, I'm pretty much a man of routine. Go, we work out in the morning, practice, go home, eat, sleep, come back and work out. 
That's yeah. normally when you ask. I'm, I'm, I'm in the gym at night because that's kind of my routine lately. But, but yeah. Have you enjoyed your time in the in London, well, Surrey, Guildford? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed my time. I actually didn't spend as much time as London as I wanted to. Well, in practice and stuff I'm like still that. waiting for the dinner from last year. <laughs> you know, it's a bit rude, but I'm yeah. not going to bring that up because mm. I'm not petty like that. I got you. But let's move on. Let's. I'm never petty. Mm. Ever petty. Um, let's talk about sex, Gerald. Mm. How do you feel about sex? I mean, sex could be good if it's used in the right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start giggling throughout this whole segment. <laughs> what do you feel? How do you feel about sex? Can you expound? What do you mean by yeah, sex? Yeah, like, as a basketball player, do you get extra sex more than anybody else? Like, than the ordinary dude that's just trying to get a girl that can't get one? I don't know. What's your attitude towards sex? Do you think sex on the first night when you meet, or you should wait? I think a woman, you talking about from a guy's perspective or mm-hmm. from a man, from a woman's From a guy's perspective. I think if you should, I think anyone should do anything they're comfortable with. I believe you should, you know, if you if you're comfortable with doing it and you feel like it's the right time, then you should do it. I don't think you should be ashamed. You know, but would you, you respect like if, them the day after? Well, you ask from a guy. You talking about from a guy's perspective mm-hmm. of a, what what a woman should do, or yeah. should a guy have sex on the first day? No, from a from a what a man's perspective of what a woman should do. Ah. Oh, that's a tough question. I think it just—it's it's a personalized thing. Some people really enjoy it. If you—if I—I feel like people should do what make them happy. So if that makes the woman happy, then. I if think you she, met a girl and she allowed you to sleep with her on the first night, what would you think of her the day after? I wouldn't, uh, you know. Would you judge her? I wouldn't judge, and then based off off our connection as well. Sometimes you have a good connection with a person, and she may be. Elated, you know, she, you know, she never <laughs> seen someone like you before. I'm messing with you. She never seen someone like me before. What do you mean? I'm just you know? with you. It's like she's been so gorgeous. <laughs> she's gonna be happy about it. Nah. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Nah, nah, nah. I'm are we, are we still recording? <laughs> yeah, oh, we're okay. still recording. Nah, uh, I think, I think, yeah, what a woman, you know. She should do what she want to do, and 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 not and not be judged for it. Um, like you say, sometimes you just have a good connection with someone, and they may, you know. So that's what I feel, and yeah. So I don't care. Do I, th- I don't know. I, yeah. Do you think in this modern no, world that we live in, sex is not as sacred as it used to be when you were growing up? Because I mm. feel like in the society now, definitely. sex is whatever. It's like there's no respect for it. No, nah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Let's just do it. Don't matter. From what I hear, that is. From <laughs> <laughs> what you hear, <laughs> really? It's supposed to be open and honest. The uh, lying. Nah, before I, I think sex has gone like even from when we were younger. You know, you, uh, um, certain places are a lot more open-minded and a lot more liberal when it comes to sex. So, yeah, definitely, you, you know, what you hear, people, you know, Tinder and stuff like that. It's, it seems like a, some years ago, it, you did have to put. I would say more effort of people took it more like you say sacred right mm-hmm. what you think me sex i have i had this conversation several times this year and it's funny i still feel like i'm old school when it comes mm. to things like that whereas you shouldn't put yourself out there like that because i believe that when you meet the person you like mm-hmm. 
but you've given it to everybody else, it's still not special. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, that yeah, you okay. should really save yourself. Yeah, yeah. But then everybody's like, well, Benny, you need to bring yourself into the 21st century. And you're just like, no, I actually don't want to do that because the 21st century, to me, you can do what you like yeah. when it comes to sex. No problem. I'm not going to judge you. But for me personally, I feel that to sleep with somebody is a spiritual thing. It's not yeah. a physical. It's Even though it's a physical thing, it's yeah. a spiritual thing. No, I believe that. They have books on that type of stuff. It's I, called the invisible bond. You know, women, when you have sex with someone, you let off a hormone that you only let off when you're breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. It's called a, it's a, it's a, um, what do you call it? It's a bonding hormone. Mm-hmm. So that's why women, when you have sex with them, they get bonded and they get attached. So, I, you know, I'm in love with you, really. You know, that's wow. how it goes. You no, know, this is what I believe in. You can't put that. Some people are easy persuaded into doing what other people are doing. No. You know, they don't. Full of fashion. A lot of people don't think their own thoughts. Or other people, you know, they, they believe what they're told instead of maybe doing their own research or, you know, or they, a lot of people say, this is beautiful. You believe this piece is beautiful because someone told you this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's like all these people on Instagram, they want to be like the next person. You believe they, Somebody told you this and you believe this. And that may not even be the case. This may not be beautiful. This may not be the right way to do it. But I believe, I, I, I like people who believe in what they believe in and stand behind what they believe in at all costs. You know? I just feel, I feel that it's spiritual. Like, and because I feel that it's spiritual, I don't think you should play with it. Yeah. Um, and I think as a woman, we get more emotional about those kind of things. And yeah. because you're gonna get more emotional about it, you have to be extra careful, as in guys are not so emotional about things. I'm not saying all yeah. guys, some guys yeah, are yeah. just not emotional about it. It's a Definitely. physical thing for guys, whilst girls is an emotional thing. As much as you like to deny it, it is. Yeah. Um, but then that leads me to the question of, for you, looking at women now, uh-huh. what what is sexy to you as a man? Sexy? Women, yeah. Um, I mean, of course, you initially you're attracted to the woman as you see her, but confidence has lately been a big thing for me. I'm attracted to every woman as a good confidence thing, you know, confidence and and you know, yeah. Confidence. What else? Give me four more. I have a nice smile. Always been attracted to smile, teeth, uh, nice lips, and nice body. Yeah. That's four. Give me one more. That's five. You, you push it. Lips, body. Smile. Confidence. Confidence. And I said nice body. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, cool. So let's move. <laughs> so five embarrassing things that's ever happened to you that you'd like to share. I'm never I've never been embarrassed. I'm not a really? guy who get embarrassed, so You never been embarrassed? Not that I can remember, no. Cause I believe what happened to me can happen to you, so why should I be embarrassed? <laughs> I we all humans. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Why are you like this? What you mean? No, because... We're humans. I just... You know what I say to people, right? Like I said, if someone said, what's Gerald like in real life? I'm like, listen, I don't know how to describe Gerald. Mm-hmm. It's funny, like, when people say, Gerald, Benny, you know Gerald Robbins. I'm like, yeah, yeah what's he like? And I went, I, I don't know how to describe him. Yeah. Because he's just... So if I slip and fall... Mm-hmm. Would you be, I mean, why would I be embarrassed? Because that can happen to you. I know, but it would be funny, right? It'd be funny, and I may laugh too, but I wouldn't be embarrassed. <laughs> that was an example, but no, I'm not, I'm not really So, for example, I went into the toilet a couple of months ago and I had a dress on, mm. right? I thought a dress fitted me, but apparently my ass had grown. Mm. So, um, 
what did I do? Like they zipped me up and I bent down to put my heels on or something. Yeah. And the dress just went. I can see that though. That's different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not embarrassing. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, it's different. You're warming on. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's embarrassing. <laughs>